Morning, Rabbi Sai. Good Nerev Shabbos. Nerev Shabbos Kajis Parshas Chayyasora. Tafshin Peyalif. And um, we want to speak a little bit about the Parsha, as we always say, try to get chizik from the Parsha, maybe some stories, and hopefully the Ritaira. It happens to be that yesterday we had a unique event here in Yushalayim. It rained. You might say, what's so unique about rain? If it starts, it rains as well. Well, first of all, the weather reports did not report that it was supposed to rain. And all of a sudden, in the afternoon, the clouds became darker, and there was a tremendous thunderstorm, which lasted for an hour or two in Yushalayim, at least I know in Harnov. And uh, it was almost like a breath of fresh air. I know that in other places in Eretz in Beit Shemesh, and in the Kiryat Sefer, they didn't get any rain. I don't know why, what the Rav Hashem's was, but it must have been that there was a definite reason why Yushalayim should get the rain. And I just was thinking out loud to myself that yesterday was exactly 30 days after we started saying, and it could be that 30 is a chazaka, and the Rav Hashem decided to show his koilas of brokim, anani of geshem, and we hope and we pray that this should be the forebearer of a lot of Geshem, a lot of Geshemists as we're davening, and now we, here in Israel we say the same Talamot Livracha. So we ask that there should be rain, and the rain represents Parnasa, and it should bring good things for the, us and for all of Pal Yisrael. Parashat Chayyasara, we're all familiar with it from the time we're young. It speaks about the passing, the death, the Ptira of Sari Menu, the fact that she was 127 years old. Uh, Rashi points out what the different. Uh, Parts of that mean we're not going to go into that today, and um, then it speaks about the kvura, the burial, where she was buried in the Marsa Machpelah. How how Avram Avinu spent a lot of money in order to ensure that she should have this place. It shows us the importance of being buried in Eretz Yisrael, the kedusha of Eretz Yisrael, and uh, this is the one place that we know that. Avram Avinu, the Torah writes exactly how much money he spent. It was a fortune of money. And he wanted to ensure this is the place where all of the others, including Adam and Chava, are buried. And we know that Hebron has a very, very special koyach. Rabbeinu Bachaya says that Hebron is the chibur from the Shemayim and Aretz. It's the entranceway from the Shemayim and Aretz. As I, as I like to say, it's chibur nun. Chevron, Chibur, Nun, Chibur of the Nun, Sharei, Kedusha. We know that in Chevron, in the Marsa Machpelah, you have the, it's the Pesach of the oil of Gan Eden. And the truth is, it's really a question, because we know that all the Tfilas really passed by the Makam Amigdash in Hara Maria. And over here, it seems from the Rebbein of Achia that if you take a look at this Lashem, it says that no, all the Tfilas passed through the Marsa Machpelah. So what is this double lashon? What is this double aspect of two areas? What do these two things really mean? Maybe we'll talk about it in a minute. Um, we'll just point out that the main message, which I always say over from this week's parasha, is which is almost like a dichotomy. In the beginning of the parasha, it speaks about death, it speaks about hespit, it speaks about bechi. And then as the parasha continues, we know that Avram Avinu decides to go and send Eliezer trusted servant, to find a wife for Yitzchak, and eventually he travels back to Avram's family, and he goes to Besuel and to Lavan, and he finds Rivka by the, by the uh, well, 
and all the miracles which took place there. And eventually he gives it the Nizamim and he gives the uh, Ramazim to the um, to the, the bracelets and everything else, which Ramazim to the Shkalim, to the Eser Luchas. And he brings her back and they get, she gets married to Yitzchak. So it's almost like, you know, begins in a very, very sad tone and ends off speaking about a very, very happy occasion of the chasna. So how do these two things work together? So the answer is that this is really the Derech HaChayim. The Derech HaChayim is that no matter when a person goes through a trials and tribulations and difficult times, that you should know that there is a avenue of building and Mitzvah continuing to build the pillars of the family and the pillars of Klal Yisrael. And here, even after Sarim May is taken away from us, we know we have to go weiter. And it's very, very appropriate. This week we had the loss of the great Rosh Hashiva and Posek Ador of America with David Feinstein, tremendous Leviah. We spoke a little bit about Nezum Shmuz. Spoke about tremendous mices about Reb David, and um, a person could get despondent and say the great ones are being taken away from us. But we know La'alman Yisrael, and he is going to be a good interceder for Klai Yisrael in his role, his being very near to Yisrael. And Klai Yisrael goes weiter. Klai Yisrael will continue to do his avodah at the The same time this week is also the yard site of the Kedoshim of Harnov, those that died up in Kiddush Hashem, that were massacred in the B'nai Torah Shul. It's really hard to believe it was only six years ago. And I remember till today waking up in the morning and the scene that was literally at my doorstep and running to the shul, not being able to get into the shul, worried about my neighbor, worried about my friends. And all of us heard about it. We were shocked that in the shul there should be such a terrible, terrible thing. People were in Talos and Tfilin, people that were davening early in the morning, people that were learning. And the Yishmaelim Yimachshvam that did this murderous act, they, it was almost as if they literally stuck the, 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 the dagger into the, into the parachus. And that's really what happened. And at the same time, there were a lot of miracles that took place, a lot of nisna took place. And afterwards, the families themselves, the great, great Almanas, great Yisayimim, they continue to draw inspiration from their parents and from the families, from the community, from Klal Yisrael. And one of the Rabbanim, Rev. Rubin, spoke this week that the biggest Hatznacha, the biggest Zeichel we can make is to build more Torah and more Batimidrashim, and there's a special learning that goes on, not only on the yard site, but the entire year, and this is the Derech of the Yidin. So on that Rabbi Saul Ber Weissmandel, who was the great Holocaust survivor who fought against the Nazis in Machshmam, and he tried to get and publicize what the Nazis were doing. And eventually he moved to uh, America and he rebuilt his family. His family was killed in the Holocaust. He lost five children, uh, five sons. And it seems that when he rebuilt the second family, he also was able to have five sons. And at the last bris of his fifth child, he gave a drasha and he said that now it's complete and he can say what we say in Kaddish, the Kaddish is Shimcha Barabim, that these children should make a Kaddusha Barabim 
כשם שמקדישים לשמחה בעולם, just like they, the ones up above are being מקדש, excuse me, כשם שמקדישים לשמחה בשמי מורן, just like the ones above are also being מקדש, the name of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, because we know the, the, the people that die up in Giddush Hashem, they're in a special sanctuary next to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Isha Yisrael Svilazam, and therefore, the combined efforts of those of us that are in the world who are being Mekadosh Shem Shemayim, and those who are in the upper worlds are being Mekadosh Shem Shemayim, that is going to eventually be the Tikkun for all of Klai Yisrael. And that's the message of Chai Yisara. Chai Yisara is the Eitzah, that Sara Imenu, the title of the parasha is Chai Yisara. Sara lives, even though she's buried, but Sara lives. Why? Because she lived every single day of her life was 127 years of brachas of 227 years of service to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Famous Medrash, Medrash says that Akiva was darshaning in front of the Olam, and he saw the Olam was fashlof, and the Olam was falling asleep. This happened to me many, many times. In there, Yaakov, I would give drushers and tell me to be sleeping. That was even the ones who were in the base Medrash. And he wanted to wake them up. So what did he say? He said, oh, oh you guys know that in Megillah's Esther, there's a story of Esther Amalka. And we know that eventually she married Achashverosh and she was able to rule over 127 Medinas. Why was Esther Zorcha to get 127 Medinas? So the Medrash says, because she was the granddaughter of Sarimenu, who lived 127 years. And this automatically woke them up. Everyone asked, first of all, what's the connection between Sarimenu's 127 and 127 Medinas? How did this wake them up? The answer is that when we speak about Klal Yisrael, who are being Nisnam name, that means Klaisos in the Golas. Klaisos in the Hester Panim, as we are today. We don't really know. We're in such a Hester Panim in the Corona. What's going to be? What's with the lockdowns? The yeshivas, the capsules. What's with Pranosa? People that are sick still. People need a big Yeshuas. And a person can become a Yuash. Sara Imenu is the answer. Sarah Yimena also went through trials and tribulations, but every single one of her days were days filled with being Megayan Nashim, helping out other people. Chiyus, Rabbi said, of making sure that her life is a life that is dedicated for purpose. And therefore, you want to know why Esther, who represents Klaisil in the middle of the Hester Panim, was Zoycha to get 100, to rule over 127 Medinas, because she also followed in the footsteps of her grandmother. Her grandmother, who no matter what the trials and tribulations were, forged forward. And this is really the lesson, as we know, many Holocaust survivors and many, many Yidin, not to be Miyayish. And I saw it brought down. There's a difference between a person that has a difficulty and gives out a krechs, gives out a, what's called a shivrin lev. His heart is broken and he gives out a shivrin lev. But that shivrin lev gives a person an ability to raise himself up, gives a great anocha, but he knows that his Baruch is listening. And unfortunately, a person that's ba'atzvus and z'mayuyish, he just can't take it anymore, he just turns himself over on the other side of the bed, that is the worst thing. Where do we get chizik from? We get the chizik from this week's parasha. This week's parasha is the story of the Marisamach Pela. The Marisamach Pela is chevron. As we said before, chevron is a lashon of chibur. Kever, what is kever? Kerev is also a lashon of Karev. We think that when we bury a person, that's the end, but we know it's not true. It's the entranceway. Person is going on to the next world, and this is the Pesach. And 
it's karav. We have a yard site. We get karav. We have a connection with the niftarim even when they're not here because we know that tzaddikim afil b'misosum kriyum chayim. And they're going to Gan Eden. So if we hear from the Marasam Achpela, and I saw it brought down where Wolfson says that the answer to the question we asked originally, how are the two places for Tefillah? Yushalayim and Chevron. The answer is Yushalayim represents Har, represents things when Klai Yisrael is Begoloi. Klai Yisrael is on top of the mountain where everything you're able to see, there's no Hester Punim. It's very, very clear that Akadosh Baruch is willing the world. But sometimes there's a, a place of what of Hester. There's a place where things are hidden. And we sometimes think that HaKadosh Baruch is not there. But no. HaKadosh Baruch is Korav Elech Adover Ma'od. HaKadosh Baruch is with us in the Kever. He's in the Mar Samach And it's very interesting. <laughs> so he brings down some interesting notes that the place where Dov and Amalek brought, bought in order to build the Vaisa Miklis, he bought it from Aron HaYavusi. Aron HaYavusi is a Lashon of Or. Yishalayim is a place of Or of Light. Chevron is underneath the Ma'ara. Who did he buy it? Who did Abraham buy it from? From Ephron Achiti. Ephron is a lashon of Afar. Afar, person comes from Afar, person returns to Afar. But even in the midst of the Afar, we can learn out tremendous things. I always say over the story that I went with my Rebbe, Rebbe Ruben Feinstein, many, many years ago to Chevron. I was to be Menachem him on the phone. Not a simple time for him, losing his older brother, Abdavid, the great granite tzaddik. But... I remember him going to the Chevron, and in Chevron we met Rav Moshe Shiskal's brother, Rav David Shiskal. And Rav David used to be the Rav of the Mar Samach What does that mean? He was the unofficial Rav. He would daven there, he would learn there, he would say Shirin there. And Rav Ruben asked him, Rebbe, he said, Rav David, what do you do for Parnassah? He didn't get about the official positions. He says, Rav Ruben, I don't understand what your question is. The Gemara says, how do we know that you're Makadish and Yishu Bekesef with money? Because we learn it out from Kicha Kicha Mistei Ephraim. We learn it out from Gezer Shova from the, from the Sada of Ephraim. There we learn out the concept of Kesef is a Kenyan for the Sada of Ephraim, and Kesef is a Kenyan for the, for the Mars of Achpela. So he said, Oh, it's very, very simple. This is the source of Kesef. So I'm standing at the source of Kesef. I'm not going to be able to get Parnasa. That was a great Vitz that he said. But I think in a deeper fashion, we can learn out from here. Tremendous thing. Why do we learn out the concept of Kesef Kedushin, of being Mekadosh and Isha, from a place of Kvura? The answer is a place of Kvura. If you turn around the words, it's really Karav. It's really Kirva. It's Netzach Netzachim. Sarah is Chayisar. Sarah is living in the Kever. All the, all the others and the Imos are there. They're living and they're davening for us. So therefore, we want to know, how does a Jew look at what a Kedushin is all about? A Kedushin is building a new house that should continue and the precepts and the concepts of the previous generations. So it's a big simcha, because we know that we're connected no matter what, even when there's Hester, even when there's Afar, even when we're underneath, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is with us. Rabbi side, there's a lot to say over here. We want to end off by just saying, there's so much that we can learn. In the end of the parasha, it says that Yitzchak comes back, and with Rivka, Yitzchak comes back to the oil of Sarah, takes Rivka with her, and he has a Nechama. Rashi says, why does he have a Nechama? As soon as he walked into the tent, all of a sudden, the Nair started light, being lit from Erev Shabbos to Erev Shabbos. The Isa, the dough, all of a sudden started getting a bracha. And the Anan, the cloud was Kosher Alahar. From the time that Sari Meinah had died, it had stopped. 
So Yitzchak was able to see that um, Rivka is the one that's going to continue in the same Mahalach as his mother's sorrow. Over here, I saw in a Sefer brought down that they say that the previous passage of Esapar, Ebed Yitzchak is called the Varmash also, that, that Eliezer told him all of the Nisim Rashi says. There was Kfitzas Haaretz, that he was Nisdam Galah, and, and all the great Nisim that took place, and she was able to do great things and to feed all the camels. So if you saw there were miracles that took place, so miracles should have been the biggest raya. Why does he wait until she comes back into the tent? The answer is, Rabbi Yisai, we don't paskin halachas because of miracles. We paskin halachas because it's just the right thing. Is this bringing Shechina into the world? And I think there's a tremendous lesson. Yitzhak was telling us, he didn't, you can have all the miracles in the world. Miracles are Gavaldic. There's a Rayas that occurs while was running the world. But at the end of the day, how do I know this is really the right thing? Because I see practically, I'm doing the halachas, the, the chala, the, the, the neiris, the onan alahar. And for all of us, during these times, we should know the more we can attach ourselves to those simple things, helping out another Jew, simple things of being connected to our Torah, learning simple things, being connected to our families. Mitz Hashem, from the Kavura will come the Kiruv, from the Afar of Ephron will become the Marsim Achpeh, Lebez Hashem Yisbarach, and I heard once when I was with Reb Ruven in, in Hebron, it says that the others are going to get it first. Everyone is going to follow them and they're going to bring us all back to Yushalayim. As Hashem, it should happen speedily in our times. Which be zeicha to the Gula Shleima, the Mayor of Yomay, wishing everyone a wonderful, wonderful Shabbos. Thank you for listening to this Foundation's podcast production. If you liked today's episode, don't forget to subscribe and leave a comment. Thank you and have a wonderful day.